Hey, it's McGann here to talk about more over the garden wall theories. So to understand how the unknown and the beast work, we have to try and wrap our brains around the Adelwood trees. But before we do that, I will kindly request that you watch my other theories on Over the Garden Wall first, or at least part two, where I explain my belief on what the unknown is, because I do not subscribe to the theory that the unknown is purgatory or the afterlife. And of course, we know that in the unknown lives the beast, who is described as being the death of hope. He is a shadow, fear, uncertainty, and if you never want to sleep again... Check out the screenshots that my son caught for this creature. What kind of a nightmare is that? We know that the lantern only burns oil made from Adelwood trees, and we know that the trees come from the bodies of lost souls. Let me pause here for a moment and talk about Greg. It's really bizarre to me that in the series, Greg seems to be really aware of what's going on around him, more so than Wirt. It's like Greg knows what's going on in the unknown, whereas Wirt wants to make the unknown fit into his perception of reality. So if you notice, Greg is constantly stepping in and trying to save Wirt from Wirt. In episode five, when Greg is given the two cents to give to the fairy, which is a reference to dying, Greg makes an unpleasant face and throws the change away. When Greg says not to go into the broken down house in episode seven and work goes anyways, Greg sighs and says, ain't that just the way? As if Greg is getting frustrated with his brother for not catching on to what's happening to them. Shortly after that, Greg is giving disapproving looks while Wirt and Lorena are doing their weird little love song thing. In episode eight, after Greg meets the Queen of the Clouds and he's given the opportunity to go home in that big Ub Iwerks homage... Greg doesn't go home. Greg asks to stay behind so that he can work with the beast to try and save Wirt. Then, because Greg is missing, Wirt finds the motivation he needs to save himself from becoming an Adelwood tree. Greg being endangered gave Wirt a reason to keep fighting. Greg has figured out that the unknown wants the brothers dead, and Greg is the one trying his best to make sure that that doesn't happen. Now, I bet it is no accident that the name Gregory is Greek for watchful. Greg is not only shown to be the watchdog and protector of his brother, but he is literally the hope of the series and the only thing that saves both of the brothers from becoming lost souls. Notice that even on the title card, the spot that should show Greg is blacked out. It's like he doesn't belong in the unknown. And he wouldn't because Greg is not lost or confused or unhappy. Greg is the actual embodiment of hope, and hope cannot easily be taken in the unknown. Working back to the Adelwood trees, the beast recognized that Greg was the embodiment of pure hope and that the beast couldn't change Greg's nature. But the beast could get Greg to let his guard down by striking up a deal and letting Greg believe that he and his brother could go home if they won this game. The Beast even praises Greg for his dedication to the riddles, then sings as Greg begins to freeze to death and turn into an Adelwood tree. Yet, Greg never seems to give up hope. He just appears to be cold, exhausted, and dying. But then the Beast starts to gloat before he's even truly become victorious in the situation. Why? Surely the Beast knows that, up to a point, people can remove themselves from the Adelwood takeover, just like Wirt had done earlier. So why start singing knowing that you would entice the woodsman over to that exact location? Wirt also appears at the scene due to the scuffle between the woodsman and the beast, 
and it is clearly shown that the beast is very capable of overtaking the woodsman physically. So why do anything to lure both of those people over there before Greg is fully transformed into an Adelwood tree? And why does the beast keep trying to take the lantern away from the woodsman since the woodsman has been such a diligent worker for the beast? It has to be because the beast is trying to show both the woodsman and Wirt that their hope is literally about to die by showing them that Greg is slipping away. And in those moments, we learned that the woodsman had no idea where the trees had come from, and receiving that information not only shocked and terrified him, but it also enraged him and prompted a fight with the beast. And it was a fight that the beast seemed to win pretty easily. But the woodsman had been amping up to rebel against the beast throughout most of the series, and Wirt had been slipping into lost soul status for the last few episodes, so why would the beast want to antagonize them by showing them Greg transforming into an Adelwood tree? Well, Wirt had already resisted transforming into a tree, and with his wits returned, Wirt was not going to let that happen again more likely than not. Likewise, the woodsman was slowly reaching the conclusion that he couldn't keep feeding the lantern forever. So, if you are a smart and hungry supernatural being, your best bet is to try and get these two to switch places. Since Wirt was off the table, literally he was not going to be food anymore, the beast could use Greg as leverage to convince Wirt to be the new lantern bearer. Since the woodsman was getting ready to turn on the beast anyway, the beast's best option would be to break the woodsman's spirit by showing him what happened to his daughter's remains through what was happening to Greg, then bait the woodsman into a fight and let the woodsman slip away into death and become a new Adelwood tree for the beast to consume. Since we see that the woodsman lost the fight between himself and the beast, it seems a little strange that the beast left the woodsman alive to make the offer in front of Wirt, doesn't it? Not really. Because if Wirt had agreed to take over the lantern duties, the woodsman would look on as his daughter's soul was taken from the lantern and replaced with Greg's, and the woodsman would have been left with his grief to die in the snow. But since that deal hadn't been made yet... The woodsman couldn't die yet because the beast still needed somebody to keep feeding the lantern. So when Wirt rejects the offer, the beast had to try and manipulate the woodsman back onto his side, which, as we saw, didn't seem to work out too well for the beast. Now, I know a few people are thinking, wait, don't you need to be a lost soul before you can become an Adelwood tree? Yes, we are told that. But we also get told repeatedly that the beast lies. And in a moment of desperation, as Wirt is about to leave the unknown, the beast tells the woodsman to kill the boys because all who perish here become trees for the lantern. So the term lost souls doesn't refer to someone in purgatory who is confused or who gives up on escaping. Lost souls literally refers to a loss of life. After all, we see that Wirt starts to become an Adelwood tree as he is freezing to death in the snow. Greg states that he'll never lose hope and then starts transforming into an Adelwood tree anyways. All of the mentally and emotionally lost souls of the unknown haven't become trees. Even Beatrice, with all of her despair and guilt, never grew branches after she thought her family would remain bluebirds forever. So I conclude that lost has to mean literally lost as in dead, and not something that's more metaphorically complicated than that. Okay, now I can hear you asking, if any death can create an Adelwood tree, then why didn't the beast just kill the boys right from the start? 
because the beast cannot directly kill people himself. As we see in several examples, the beast can only pick up shadows, which means outright killing a person would be extremely difficult for him to do. Yet, if the beast can break their spirit and make someone feel hopeless, then that person will lose their will to live and die on their own, and their emotional insides would be as hollow as the inside of the Adelwood trees themselves. And maybe that is the key to understanding this piece of the Over the Garden Wall puzzle. Now that this video is basically over, why don't you check out my channel and see what else I have to offer. I'm adding new stuff and taking suggestions all the time. Plus, you can hit that nifty little subscribe button and then be notified when I make new videos. Come on, do it. Peer pressure. Do it. Subscribe.